Hello, ladies. I am so excited to talk to you about how to move from feeling lost and lack of trust to feeling secure and confident with Zana. Hi, Zana. How are you? Hi, Antia. I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited for you to share with us like how you attracted your majestic, magnificent man into your life and how you did that even by relating to your insecurities in a secure way, right? Because like our needs, our insecurities, they're never going to go away, but you learn to relate to them in a certain way. But before we get started, let's just tell the ladies, what is your romantic life like right now? And what new specific results do you have now since we started working together? Okay. So in the past six weeks, so six weeks ago, I met a guy. So I was hung up on my ex and I was in the meetings with all of you guys, talking to y'all, sharing my hurts, my pains. At the same time, I was doing the work and the classes with you. At the same time, I kept writing, journaling, doing my work, going through everything with you and Brody. And then I started to learn more and more masculine needs, more and more my needs, more and more from you. Certain things you would say would just click in me sometimes. And then I was just randomly out to dinner. And now I'm met this guy who's like, when he saw me, he was like, you are it. You're everything I've been waiting for. He's like, you are the woman of my dreams. Like you're my person. And I just feel like now I just, because of those classes, I can see him and his needs and see him not as this just entity that I have to pick apart. I could just also be kind and soft and see him as a human. Like I wouldn't have been able to do before. I would have put all these like checklist items on him. Mm -hmm. um, but then he, he's loving me. I'm appreciating him. And like, it's just like every day gets better. Every day gets better. And how did you guys both meet each other? We went to, I was out to dinner with my girlfriend. So it's, I always hear these stories, but I wasn't expecting it because I was still kind of hung up on my ex and my girlfriend was like, let's go to dinner, you know, get dressed, let's go to dinner. And then um, we went out and we kind of bounced from one place to another and decided to land at one place. And there was a table next to us of people. And then my mutual friends knew some of them and he was one of them on that table. And then he came and said hi to me. And he said, when he shook my hand, he said electricity went through his arm and he was like, I need to know who this is. And she's going to be a part of my life. Like right away he knew. And then from that day, he kind of contacted me, texted me, called me every day. Like I didn't have to do anything. Like he was just like, wanted to be around me, wanted to be with me, wanted to show me, wanted to keep coming forward. And at first, because I was in a little bit of an insecure place, I was like, what does he want from me? What's his angle? I don't get him. Is he just, and he has money and he's like, good looking. I don't get it. Like, is he just a player? Like I was really like scared, you know, mm. it was I had to get over, like I had to check myself and be like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. He's consistently showing the actions. I had to like, look at the actions. Like he was actually doing it. And I was like, is he love bombing me? Oh my gosh. I went through all the stuff in my head. Like what you, what you taught us, you know? Totally, totally. And now being with him, right? Like how does having all of that, uh, you have, of course, with your men make you feel now, when I'm with him, I feel like he actually sees me and I feel seen and I feel like it's okay for me to not have that anxious sort of attachment. Like, even if he's not talking to me or not calling me or not giving me the attention I need, I'm like, I'm trusting more 
And then I check myself more, like, am I being the anxious attachment style? Am I having this pattern? Am I trying to create an issue? Like, or is he just busy? Is he at work? Does he have me in the back of the mind whenever he has a free chance? Like, I'm looking at him differently and I'm looking at myself differently. So I, I'll separate myself. I'll give myself like at least 30, 40 minutes, an hour to separate from my brain pattern and try to like remove it now because of our classes, because of everything that we've talked about and just kind of go by his actions, you know, not by what I'm creating. Totally. Yeah. And like feeling seen is like such a big deal feeling seen, feeling felt, feeling heard. And what would you say, uh, what were some of the biggest blocks and challenges so that women actually understand also your journey, right? Like issues, frustrations that you had in your romantic life before we started working together? Yeah, um, before and now still, it's like work in progress, like always. But I have, I'm very anxious attachment style. Like I was raised with a, a mother, that was very codependent, very anxious attachment style. So I always felt like if they didn't hear me immediately, if I say I have a headache and they didn't respond and jump on it, if they like kind of phased out or did something, I was like, oh, he doesn't care. Like I would be like, he doesn't love me. He doesn't care. And he's not the right one. And then I would go do manipulative things and check out, which I find myself being like, it's okay. Like a person doesn't always have to register what's going on with you. They've got stuff in their head. They've got stuff in their body, like take care of yourself. And then that person will come around again to you to check on you and see where you're at. You know, I, now I feel like from then, uh, from then I would have run away. I would have sabotaged. I would have created a reason to get out. And now like I've even it with him, I've even done it. Like one time at the house, I have tried to sabotage the out and say, well, go, why did your other relationship break up and you should just leave? And like, after three years, I don't want to be here for three years. And then you not be with me. We got into an argument and I found myself being this like very passive aggressive pulling person. And then he's like, what are you doing? You know? And I remember that conversation you had with Brody that you told me that you said, I'm trying to manipulate you. You know? And I said it out loud. I was like, I'm anxious and I'm scared and I care about you and I'm trying to sabotage. I'm trying to manipulate. I'm trying to, I'm a little girl inside. Like that's what I'm doing. And I'm scared. And he's like, well, I'm not going to let you do that. So it was like, so refreshing to have somebody see me and not judge me and not blame me. I mean, I'm getting being kudos to him too, but it's like, he could have judged me and blamed me and been like, I'm not going to deal with this person. I'm not going to deal with her sabotage. I'm not going to deal with this kind of, cause that's what happened in my ex relationship. But I decided just to do it and see where it was going to go. And he was like, you're not going to do that with me. Like, I was like, oh, my God, you know, like I, I I was happy, you know, I was like, OK, I did it. And I was actually seeing, you know. And you really created the trust for being authentic and transparent and by really doing something that's counterintuitive. You know, that's like so many so many times when I coach is like doing things that are counterintuitive because the intuition would say, oh, now he's never going to trust me again because I just called myself out and I actually told him that I have the ability to manipulate him, right? But actually the opposite occurred, that he appreciated the vulnerability, right? And what would you say, um, how else did that make you feel emotionally? I felt like I wasn't alone. Like I actually felt like free in my body. Like mm. I acknowledged myself, like didn't judge myself. Like wasn't like, I wasn't trapped in my body. Like I felt like 
it's okay. Like I can say the things that I'm flawed in. Like I can say that I'm insecure about certain things. I'm scared to be vulnerable. Like I'm, I find myself being controlling. Like I, it's okay. It's just who I am. And the person who's going to see you is going to see you. You cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. You know, if you're being honest and you're also caring, also seeing them, also loving them, but also being honest about who you are, I think they'll see you. They'll really see you. And what would you say, even like specifically, what were some of the biggest things that helped you get the results from the work together? So like any insights, any belief shifts, action steps that are very specific that you learned from me? Yeah, I think like action steps that I learned from you was the grounding. Um, One time we had gone through a, a, a session of grounding with you and Brody, I think. Like you just said, get into your feet and like get into your body and like scream and like really feel your gut and your heart and like your emotions, like get in there and like get out of your head into your body and touch something. Like one time, like these little things, I was like, okay, when you're sitting there and you find yourself going into your head, like touch something. So like, I'll touch around me, like I'll touch like the table or like the fork. So like, I'll touch things around me, like tactile, like the glasses, if it's crystal, like I'll start touching it, you know, for sitting down. Like I really, all those things. And like you even talking about like with Brody, like you play, like you, so a lot of times, like when I get too emotional, like I'll get serious and I'll go all the way into my warrior and I'll just stay there. You know, all our lessons about seven archetypes, I'll go into my warrior and I'll stay there and I'll try to analyze and pick apart things and try to, so then I'll say, okay, no, I need to play now. Like I need to be the little girl. I need to have, let him feel that energy. I need to feel, let him feel my playful girl. Like, and, and I used to be selfish about that and just say, no, I'm going to stay here until he pulls me out. I'm going to stay here until he fixes me because he doesn't deserve the little girl in me if he can't fix the issue in me. And I would do that push and pull, push and pull, and which would make them exhausted. Like they would get exhausted. They wouldn't know what to do with me. And I would, because that's the pattern I learned from my mom. So I was like, okay, that's not fair because he also has his needs pyramid, what Brody talked about, like he has his pyramid of needs. And if he doesn't feel safe and feel that from me, that, that warmth, that energy, he's going to be like block himself. He's going to go into flight or fight. He's going to do that. So now I think about the flow of it. Like I think about the flow and what I'm responsible for versus being selfish. And he has to always come forward. And that's changed a lot since I met you. Oh, so good. And did you have like any, um, you know, this is like so good, you know, it's like, it feels good to have that reflected back to you and actually see how you integrate it in everyday life. And then actually the impact it really has like the positive impact, right? Because oftentimes we can learn something, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's going to work for me. Right. But to actually mm-hmm. see, wow, this actually had a big impact for you. And what would you say were some of the biggest concerns or hesitations of any that you had before yeah. working with me? And then yeah. how, how did you overcome them? What I would say is that there's so much advice out there and there's people who've been around, there's people who are, you know, more experienced, older, you know, everything that, that you keep looking, you keep looking out there and with you. And I've told you this before, which I'm not just saying things, say things like you have a degrees in this, you have degrees 
from prestigious schools. And I trust that a lot. And, and then you have gone through the process yourself. You also had your own anxious attachment styles. You also had your own control issues, which I have too. So like, you know, from a neuro perspective and a, and a programming perspective. So it's like, I knew that I needed almost like a therapy thing, but I need to deprogram this thing, but I needed to do it with action. Like I can't do it just sitting around, right. Talking to somebody back and forth in therapy. And I was like, you resonated to me. Like you really resonated. And then now I feel like I wasn't in a relationship. I was in a relationship that had failed. Like Jesse and I were failing. Like you knew all about that. Like you knew the whole trajectory. I had sat with you guys. It was like 20 girls and cried in front of all of you. And I was like, I was safe the whole time. And I didn't even realize it with him. And I was just like trying to sabotage it, you know? And I sat there and I cried and I broke down. And then I realized that even though I didn't have a relationship, I needed to do this work to get me ready for it when it came because it's almost too late because once it gets to you and you scramble to try to figure it out, it's not integrated in your body. Mm-hmm. See, you can read it and you can quickly see, oh, I have to learn how to communicate. I have to learn how to respond in this circumstance. I have to learn how to answer, but that's not what it is. It's not like he said this, what do I say now? It's like, if you study it for a year or two or three and you keep journaling and you keep doing it, you practice with your friends or you practice with any guy you meet or a date you go on and you keep doing like you had said, then you're ready. Like it's in your body. And then you're ready. When you see him, you'll know, and you'll know how to behave. You know, that's what happened. That's because I did the work with Jesse because I thought I was loving Jesse and I was kept messaging all the girls in the group, like everybody, like I need help with him. I need help with this meeting. We're going to meet, we're going to meet. But this other guy was like coming at me. And then I used all my lessons on him, right? Like not my ex. So. And that's why I always say do the work anyways, because if it's him, great. But if it's someone else, it'll be just as much of an incredible preparation. That's going to save you so much time and pain and, you know, disappointment on the back end. They know, absolutely. And what other final words of advice would you give to a woman who's on the fence now about doing coaching with me to get the new results that you have and uh, maybe even like the same results that you have? I'd say where I was before was just not trusting. Like I just thought I will figure out on my own. Like I just didn't trust that anybody knew me, my specific case, how I grew up, my needs, my wants. I'm traditional the way I want a guy to take care of me. I just thought that everybody's different than me. It's just not going to work, but we're not so different in our programming. Like in our programming, we all have fears. We're all the little girl inside. We all have childhood traumas. We all have heartbreaks. Like we're not so different at the end of the day. And the things that we can learn from each other and from you is just, it's just going to help us anyway. Like just do it. You know, I, if I did it way before, I would have saved myself a lot of heartache, a lot of heartache. Well, Zana was so, so inspiring and so encouraging and fun to coach you and to see you implemented as well. And so excited for the women to step into your footsteps as well, because you really showed, you know, like even if there's like a part inside of you that's like kicking and screaming because the controlling part is not just going to go away overnight, right? But to be like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm willing to be wrong. You know, it's even it's hard to even say it. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> let's see what happens, you know, do something different. I think that's what you've really shown us. So thank you for being here. And for the women who are like, gosh, I would love to be next. Hop on over to mymquiz.com, fill it out. And uh, we'll get on a call 
and see how I can support you to attract your magnificent men into your life. So Zana, thank you so much for being here today. So excited to have you. Thank you. I'll keep you all updated. I think it's been like six, seven weeks now. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for you. Oh, it's so good. You have like a really great foundation that you're setting right now. So thank you for so much for being here. And for the ladies, I will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.